This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3654, for Thursday, the 4th of August, 2022. Today's show is entitled, Use the Data in the Og Feed to Create a Website. It is hosted by Norist and is about 13 minutes long. It carries a clean flag. The summary is, how much of a site can I make using only the data from the feed? Welcome back. This is uh, part two of my experiment to see how much I can get done with the data that's just in the RSS feed for Hacker Public Radio or just the Hog feed specifically. Um, if you want to check back, part one was HPR episode 3637. Uh, and then that episode, I uh, talked about how I took what I felt was the most interesting bits from the RSS feed and um, inserted extracted the information from the feed and inserted it into a SQLite database. Uh, so today I'll discuss um, how I took the data that I had stuck in that SQLite database and uh, created a static website. So a couple of quick things um, but before we jump into the details. Uh, I think I probably could have skipped the database step where I take the data from the feed and put it in a database and then take the data out of the database and use it to build a site. I probably could have gone straight from the feed um, to uh, what I was using to the process that I was using to build the static site. Um, it was it was extra code and extra time, um, but you know that, that's how projects go sometimes. Uh, the, the first time you do it, you think you think you want you think you know how you want to do it, and you work through it, and then you realize maybe there was some extra code or extra steps that you didn't necessarily need. Uh, one advantage of putting it in an SQLite database database first, though, was um, it worked. It acted sort of like a cache, so that every time you built the site, you wouldn't have to pull a feed again. Um, and then the other thing um, I wanted to say real quick was I was really uh, struck by just the total number of episodes that are out there for um, Hacker Public Radio. It's a lot of work that's been put into um, building over, you know, 3,000 plus episodes. So just uh, but, uh, just a quick thanks to everyone who's ever created an episode. I really... So my original intent when I started the project um, was that I would use Markdown um, to build the site. And, you know, a lot of static site generators like Hugo or Jekyll, they sort of, they, they sort of work with markdown files where you build a bunch of markdown and you throw it at the static site generator and it just builds a nice looking site. Um, I, I started down that path. Um, but then, uh, you know, one thing about markdown is that you can add, uh, inline HTML if you need to. And I started with just Markdown, and I couldn't get it to look. It didn't look like I wanted to, so I started adding HTML elements. And then by the time I got the site to look um, like a website, uh, there was more HTML than Markdown. So I just kind of scrapped the Markdown base. Now, uh, I can hear all of you Markdown detractors out there uh saying, uh, of, of course, Mark, Markdown is terrible. Why would you ever try and build a 
website with it. And, you know, I still, you know, I'm a big fan of Markdown. I use it all the time. If you're going to do something like taking, taking notes, writing documentation, I think Markdown is a, a great tool for doing it. Uh, but it didn't fit, um, this particular use case. So what I ended up doing was, um, instead of, I'll, I'll talk later, I'll talk in a second about, uh, the templating that I did, but, uh, instead of temp, instead of taking database, it's, instead of taking data out of the database and templating it into Markdown, I just templated it, uh, directly into HTML and just, uh, sort of skipped the step of converting Markdown to HTML. Um, a couple of the libraries that I used, uh, to do the work was one, uh, the Peewee, uh, Python library that's used to, uh, translate, uh, database calls into something a little more, uh, Pythonic. Uh, I talked about that in the last episode. And then, um, to do the templating, I used Jinja. Uh, it's a, it's a pretty easy template language. Uh, it was something I was already familiar with. Uh, so it, it seemed like a, a good fit. So strictly speaking, I, I wanted to use only the data from the feed to create or to recreate a, a, a website. Uh, and that, that proved to be, um, hard, not impossible. You could certainly do it, but, um, if, if I wanted to introduce things like logos or, um, headers and footers and a little bit of styling, it, you have to put pull in some extra uh, content. So uh, aside from the data that I got from the RSS feed, um, I wrote an HTML header and footer for every page. Uh, in the header, um, I'm pulling in the Bootstrap CSS so I can use Bootstrap to do some of the layout using the Bootstrap columns. And um, I've also got the HPR logo in there. Uh, and then in the footer, I basically copied the footer from the HPR site. So it's got um, links to related projects and it's got the copyright information in the HTML. So I was able to build um, four different pages or four different types of pages um, from the using the data from the feed. Uh, I built uh, sort of a replica of the main page for HPR where it lists the most recent episodes. Um, I also built a page per episode. So, um, and then I also built one page that lists every episode. So for the episode specific stuff, there's a main page that shows the recent ones. There's a all episodes page where it lists every episode. And then there's one page per episode. And that's where you can kind of drill down into the episode and read the show notes. Um, and then for the host, uh, I did something similar where I built uh, one page that lists every host in a, in a table. It's got their host name. Uh, also, um, I calculated how many shows every host uh, produced, and I'll put that in there, and I'll put the date of their last show. All that's in a table. And then for uh, each host has their own individual page that will list their um, all of their shows. And it, there should be links. I, I tried to uh, create links where it makes sense. So if you're on one of the episode pages, um, the host name, the name of the contributor or the host should be, should be a link to that individual host page. So there's a lot of data on the HPR website. It is not 
in the feed. And, and that, that shouldn't be surprising. The, I mean, the feed isn't meant to be a website or isn't meant to replace the website. It's meant to um, give you individual information about shows. So um, I couldn't exactly recreate the website, uh, the HPR website, using the data just in the feed um, because there's, there's some stuff that's just not there. So, for example, uh, on the host pages, um, each individual host has a profile uh, uh, that will list maybe a web page or an avatar or something like that. That that's not in the feed. Um, for individual shows, there's things like the um, tag information, uh, the series if the show is a part of, se- of a series. Uh, no, neither of those are in the feed. There's also a, a show summary. Whenever you submit a show, you um, have to give it a short hundred word. 100 character or less summary uh and that's that's not even the theme that i can find and maybe it's there but i couldn't find it and then um finally missing was the um license i couldn't find that in the feed information and then of course there's some web pages on the hpr site that um i wasn't able to replicate because they're just um they don't have anything to do with individual shows so they're obviously not going to be in the feed but Pages like the what you need to know or how to help out or requested topics. There, there was really no way to recreate those from just the web page or from just the RSS feed. So just a, a little quick uh, overview of how the project works. Um, uh, I'll have a link later to the GitLab page so you can you can see for yourself. Um, but the, like I said earlier, I used the PeeWee to read from the SQLite file. Uh, then I've got a Python script that pulls the data out of the SQLite file, aggregates it, um, kind of packages it up a little bit, and then uses uh, Jinja templates to build the pages. Um, there's a template for the index page or the main page. There's a template for the all shows page where I list all the shows out. Um, each individual a contributor has their own page and that's got a separate template and then for the correspondence page or for every host on one page that's got a separate template so some uh, things i'd like to do uh next with the project uh, um, one uh, i'd like to try and incorporate the comments uh there is an rss feed for comments uh, i haven't I haven't looked at it yet, but I think it would be possible to take the RSS feed for comments and match them with the RSS feed for the um, individual shows and then be able to show, uh, display the, the comments that are um, on the page or, or per show comments. Um, I think I can recreate the RSS feed uh, from the data in the, in the, that I collect in SQLite. I know that seems a little, it seems funny to me, kind of saying it out loud, but uh, taking a RSS feed, sticking it in a database, and then recreating a separate RSS feed. But uh, I think just for the sake of trying to build the most complete site possible, uh, I, I think that's something I'm going to look at, see, seeing if I can rebuild the RSS feed. Um, I'm not sure how, but I, I think I would like to try and figure out how to get the pages that aren't in the feed uh, um, into a static site, uh, try to recreate the pages that I mentioned earlier, like the um, what you should know and pages like that, how, how, to, how to recreate those. Um, 
then um, next time the I mentioned one of the things that are that's missing from the RSS feed is tags. Uh, I think I really think it might be possible to use some um, natural language processing or some keyword extractions or something like that, and and see if I can um, generate some tags uh, for the shows or keywords for the shows, um, and then sort of the final thing on my to do list is to. Um, modify how I grab the data from the feed and insert it into the database. And, you know, there's two feeds for HPR. I think most people use the latest feed, which has got 10 episodes in it. There's also a full feed, uh, which has got every episode in it. Um, so what I would like to be able to do is um, the first time you run the uh, Python script to build the database, the first time you run it, it uses the full feed, and then subsequent times it uses the... Um, most recent feed. Uh, I hadn't quite figured out how to do that yet, but it, so I'll uh, have a link to the GitLab page in the show notes. Um, I'll, I'll welcome pull requests or uh, comments in the episode or angry emails or just however you want. If you feel like you have an improvement or a, uh, any, any suggestions are obviously welcome. And then I'll, I'll also link to a static site where I, Build the site, uh, copy it up to a, a web host. Um, it's, uh, I'll read it out real quick. It's hpr.norst.xyz. If you want to, you just want to look and see how the site turned out, um, I, I put a copy out on the internet. Uh, I think I've, I've got it set up to, uh, to a, do a daily update, but, uh, we'll, we'll see. How, we'll see how that goes. And that's it. Uh, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, you click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.